glad to be in the house tonight where he can. Yeah. He doesn't know any limits. His arm is not too short. Oh, no. His ear is not dull of oh, hearing. No. Amen. But he can. He can do whatever. That's the reason he called himself. I am whatever I have need of. He's a God that can do it. Pull me out of the miry clay. Deliver my soul, mind, and heart. And even in the generation that I'm living in tonight, he can. God bless you. You may be seated. Good to see everybody in the house of the Lord tonight. Come to worship Jesus Christ and to feel his hand and touch and to hear his word. And uh, man, in our lives, in our souls here tonight. And uh, I'll probably just do a little teaching and then we'll do the offering. We don't want to forget tonight was set aside for Tupelo's Mansions offering. I uh, hope that hadn't slipped your mind. Uh, prayerfully it hadn't been. Also, I'll make mention that uh, the offering we took uh, for the police department to gather up that literature to help uh, our community uh, to be a little more knowledgeable of different kind of crisis that's going on that's still open up to tonight. And but after tonight, it won't be. So if you would like to give in that area, it's still available. Uh, just something we're doing to help out in our community to uh, make people aware of certain things that's going home own in homes and individuals' lives. And uh, so we're trying to help out to participate in that, to be a blessing in it. And maybe some of you uh, done gave to the Tupelos. I know some of you get your own letters, and that's fine. But if you hadn't, they have made a request. Uh, they had to uh, renovate some buildings. I got to get them fire safety. Uh, amen for the extra children. They just seem to be adding more and more. And I can understand that with the world we're living, the times we're living, amen, the homes that are being uh, destroyed and children, young, young, young children, amen, abandoned and left. And so often they're, the mansion's called on to take them and such dire needs. So anything you can do to help there, I promise you the Lord will bless you for that. Amen. As you give, it's, it is a, a ministry that's a must ministry. Been there a long time. Amen. You can be sure your every penny, penny will be spent very worthily. And so we're just asking, they're asking us to help. And so we want to do what we can, amen, to help in that situation. Part of a member of the body and a ministry. All of us could take in everybody. But yet if we can give here and help in that area, amen, to help those that's got the doors and the facilities, amen, to take in. They may not can take them all, but everyone they can. Prayerfully and hopefully they are introduced to this gospel and to this truth. We know they are that and raised in a home and an environment, amen, uh, to know the Lord and to experience the love that many of those children have never experienced. Experience a, a healthy meal, clothes, uh, a bed, amen. There's, there's many of them that don't even know what it means to have the comfort of a bed, uh, you know, some of them has to live in their own homes behind locked doors. Uh, you know, we, we live in a very wicked world, a very broken world. And uh, so this is just a, one means and one way to help them. And so we want to do what we can, amen, to do that. Got your Bibles. You don't have to stand. We're still going to talk about the one body. We're going to talk about some things. Um, just in study and prayer today, uh, definitely trying to find the will of God and the heartbeat of the Holy Ghost for Bendale. Amen. And uh, we want the Lord to breathe upon us. We want his anointing. We want revival. We want to be, uh, Brother Ford hit on some of this already tonight, not, not knowing uh, anything really what direction. Uh, to be honest, you just really don't know what direction I may go in. <laughs> And, um, but I try my best. I want, to, I want to be as obedient to the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'll confess, I'm not one of those ministers. You know, I, I'm one of those ministers that's got to have the anointing, got to have the quickening of the Holy Ghost. I'm not smart enough. And I don't say that for you to feel sorry for me. I don't say that you can take it where you want to. That's your business. <laughs> it's my business. I know where I'm at and uh, anything, anyway. And, uh, but, I, but the anointing, the quickening, the breathing, the inspiring. Uh, that's also important, amen, not only for me to have the ability to deliver it, but for you also have the ability to receive it. 
<laughs> it works hand in hand. It works together. Amen. And that's one reason we work so hard. Amen. Trying to create an atmosphere for the word of God, for the pouring out of the spirit. And that's one reason the devil is working so hard to destroy that. Amen. He didn't want us to unify. He didn't want us to bond together, bind together, become the, in the wheel and, and the place in the body that God desires us, where he wants to place us regardless of our age. Uh, none's too young or too old. Amen. Praise God. To find a place in this body of believers to be about the Father's business and to do the work of God in our community. I believe time's running out. And uh, I almost felt to spend some time, and I may do that before this is over with, go to a certain place uh, in some scriptures. Uh, I fooled around and really got way too much, but uh, with the Lord's help, we'll cover what we can. Come back Wednesday night, but it is good to see all of you in the house of the Lord tonight. It's good to see Brother and Sister Ford. God bless them. Always good to see our elders able to come, be in the house of the Lord with us, and God bless them. Amen. For being in each one of you. It's always important to see each one of you. Everybody's busy, got a lot of things going on, and uh, I think we need to be careful of that. We're warned throughout the scriptures, and especially in the end time, amen, of becoming so busy. But busy about what? And what we're busy about is what's important. Uh, amen. If it's not the right stuff, and, and we can be busy. And I'm not talking about busy about worldly stuff. I'm talking about just getting busy with life. Trying to, to deal with life and, and things of that nature. And, but it's still, it's still. The cares of life, the cares of life, a man can choke out the word of God. And that means if he can choke out the word of God, that means it chokes out the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's, let's connect that. You choke out the word of God, it chokes out God. It chokes out the Holy Ghost. It chokes out life, our support. The Holy Ghost is our support. Amen. It's our comforter. It's what guides us. And when you silence the voice or the impression of the Holy Ghost in our lives on a personal basis. Hey, we'll lose course now. That's just all it is to it. I don't care how anointed, how much Holy Ghost we had, you know, last week and year ago or whatever. Amen. If we're not careful, when you lose the, 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 the Holy Ghost to impress us and minister to us and through us. Amen. We'll lose our way. Amen. We'll find ourselves slipping back into darkness. Carnality. The world, amen. And uh, so, so we just we want God to help us and to unify us. And I may talk as much tonight about unity as anything, amen. And uh, how to accomplish that, and how how to it's needful, it's a must, man, for the body to unify and to join and ever joint joining together and fitly framed together, and all of that's for purpose and reason, amen. Because every every joint, every individual. Uh, amen, and, and, and it it's supplies the body, okay, every, every member, amen, and I'm going to talk about that, hopefully, prayerfully, amen, as we get there, I'm going to try to pick up where I was kind of, I guess, last week and stopped and, and uh, press on from that, but if you're keeping up possibly with some of the main verses that started this, go to 1 Corinthians 10, 17, 1 Corinthians 12 and 12, 1 Corinthians 12 and 20, uh, for we being of one bread, this is about the communion, amen, that's what makes it so important when you take this communion, you as make an open confession, amen, that this broken body and the blood that was spilt as you took of the bread and of the wine or of the juice of how they served it, amen, that represented the blood of Christ, the bread, the flesh of Jesus, you as, you as confession, I mean, confessing that he was the only savior, there's no other. No other way that the Messiah had come, the Son had come, amen, even against the Judean believers, the Jews, amen, that wouldn't participate in this because they didn't believe it was the Messiah. But when you've done this, this helped unify. And when you look at the writings of 1 Corinthians, it's all about unity. It's about a, one of the most messed up uh, churches of that day, using the gifts and the cause for their own perfection. If you got a premier Bible, if you'll do a study on that, you're going to notice in their notes, they make a statement about something. They say, amen, that they had become competitive among themselves. We'll tell you something tonight. You know what's happened to the church? She has become competitive among herself. She's allowed the spirit of competitive that we preached against so hard for so long. Make her way in. Well, praise God. 
And that's where we get into place. And, and even Paul addresses that. He even reached the point where he said, I'm glad I didn't baptize, but just a couple of you. You know, he questioned them. He said, how was you baptized? Did you, was you baptized in my name, Paul, Apollos, Peter, Cephas? Even, even he said, are you followers? He goes as far as followers of Paul, followers of, 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 of Peter, uh, Cephas. He calls him actually or Apollos and even of Christ. <laughs> wow. What does he mean by some of that? Watch this. I had a guy, and I know I've said this before. I had a guy at work one time question me about the baptism and ask us how we've done it. And I told him. He said, well, I'm going to do what Jesus said. You know, and you know the story. You know, he used Matthew 28, 19. And, uh, well, he, he repeated what Jesus said. He didn't do what he said. There is a difference. There's one thing of repeating a commandment and obeying a commandment. That is commandment, to be baptized in his name. Singular. And so to do that, you've got to be baptized in his name. And we all know what his name is. And so as, as we, we, that's, that's some of what's going on here. And so this, I believe in one of the reasons I've chose this. I know in, I'm in Ephesus. We're going to go back to Ephesus, the fourth chapter. And in that letter, uh, again, again, I, I can't, uh, I probably cannot exalt it enough or, or help us understand. I, I didn't realize how, how powerful, how, how essential Amen. This topic really is. And so I got to studying it, got to reading it. It's in every letter just about. Amen. And without this, you can forget revival. You can forget the survival of the church and forget the apostolic. Could this be as a reason the body has come so disconnected? And I'm talking about in a totality of across our nation. It's a reason we don't see some of the most powerful operations of the gifts and the, uh, of, the, of the, the Holy Ghost in the, the manner that we should. I'll just be honest with you. They ought not be no gathering. What well, the Bible says, we're two or three gathered. He's saying, I'm in the midst, okay? Especially when we have special services and we have put a lot into it. And you've got some of the greatest spiritual leaders and multiple preachers and things of that nature. I'm telling you what, they ought to be such a power of miracles and wonder signs that take place at those type of gatherings. It ought to blow our world. Huh. I believe it's going to happen here. I believe it's going to happen. Um, you know, I let something slip my mind. And, uh, I was just up here at the front, just walking back and forth, praying, talking to God, and just, you know, you know, it's like the Holy Ghost went, bam. And I did, I, I done myself like, wow. Didn't you just tell them a few weeks ago that they was going to bring them in the wheelchairs? What happened Sunday? That's the start. Now, I done heard enough of a report on that, that, you know, the, the, the bad cancer, they done ruled it out. So it's a start. Huh. You got to learn to crawl before you can. You got to believe him. You, you got to, hey. And it was like the Holy Ghost. I mean, it didn't cross my mind. I'm just up here praying all the Holy, and the Holy Ghost brought it back to my, my memory. God, God's, God's going to work for us. If we make him our business with the right motive, with the right spirit, the right attitude, God's going to work for us. God's going to perform the miraculous. He's the only one who can do it anyway. We've heard of all the so-calls and how they try to perform some of this. We're not interested in that. We're interested in being genuine. We don't want to be a hypocrite. God, help us, help us. We don't want to be a hypocrite, coach. We want to be genuine. We want, as we just sung that song, we want the love of Christ, this old-time religion. What a way, the way. It's what the Bible called it, the way. There's only one way, the way that we walk in. Man, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful life. It's a powerful life. There's no greater love, no greater peace, no greater servants' hearts than Holy Ghost-filled people. We'll serve when nobody else is willing to serve. We'll take on task. Amen. It may be a small thing, but, but nobody else thought it was needful to do it. But the servant's heart receives it. Amen. They don't walk by it. They just reach down. God doesn't miss it. He said he didn't see him miss the sparrow. So he, he, did, he don't miss none of that. Right down to a cup of water. It's all about a servant's heart. And I want to be a servant. How about you? I want to be a servant to, to this church, to my family, and to this community. 
a servant of God. It's the only hope they got. You and I as a body, as the hands, the feet, and the mouth, to carry this gospel, the good news, the good tidings, and the power of it, the love of it, amen, to a lost and a dying world. But this church has got to unify. This church has got to unify in a way that it's had never done it. <laughs> Praise God. And, and it's God's will for it to happen. I'm going to show you a few scriptures here tonight. But now are they many members yet but one body? First Corinthians 12 and 20. First Corinthians 12 and 27 says, Now you are the body of Christ and what? Members in particular. Members in particular. I'm glad to be a part of the body tonight. I'm glad to be a part of the kingdom. This, not just this local assembly, but the, the vastness of it, the wholeness of it, of the one God. I remember Brother Cunningham back, this has been years ago, and some even made a little light of him. When he made the statement, he said, we're just the fingernail or, or something like that. And he was talking about the UPC, a man uh, of the body of Christ. And some of them kind of, you know, railed him a little bit. That because he likened to them as the UPC, which is supposedly the largest one God apostolic church, you know, uh, on the face of the earth. And, but, but the point he was really trying to make, he was right. Amen. And so, anyway, I'm glad to be a part of this. Glad to be a part. Amen. And I, I want to do my part. Glad to be an American. I'll do my part as American. Man, I, I, I know I might clash some with that. I, I don't mind paying taxes. I don't be robbed. I don't get to the place where we pay more taxes than we are. Can't survive because we're paying taxes. I think it can. I think we can reach a place, and uh, that's, that's an area you're getting. That's, that's the reason we fight against socialism so bad. Amen. Because I'm telling you, they'll just tax us all to death and and then there'll be so many programs. And, and you know what? That'll spoil us. We're headed there. The government's doing its best to control us. They keep sending these checks out. And that's just part of it. And I'm not totally against that. There's probably some real needy people out there that, you know, that meant, you know, it may have meant to some to pay another light bill. Buy some more groceries, okay? But there's a lot of us could actually send it back. How many of us did? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm playing with you now. But again, this, the church and the body of Christ. And, and I'm going to probably go easy tonight. I'm, I say I am. I'm, I believe I will. We're going to see. We're going to try. Uh, anyway. So, uh, as we looked at Ephesians 1, and we got started there, and we, and we got started in some of the other, and we actually slipped over into Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and I may go back with some because there's so many verses and tie-ins of different things that helps pull this all together. But, uh, but notice, and I mentioned this, I believe, I'm almost sure I did. Ephesians 4 and 1, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, amen, and then but watch what he says. Beseech you that he walk worthy of the vocation wherewith he are called. If you look up that word vocation, amen, it actually means a strong feeling of suitability for a particular career or occupation. And when I looked that word up and done a little study on it, believe it or not, they made mention how that this word occupation was actually a biblical term. Where it's, uh, uh, I won't say where it maybe originated, but possibly uh, occupation. And so what is the occupation? That call is to be what? A saint. I mean, he's ever heard the statement whenever uh, maybe a certain minister was introduced and the bottom, you know, they say the greatest compliment we can give this elder or this minister is, is that one or two, one or two ways they put it, amen, either a saint or a Christian. Before we can ever be a great leader and walk of the Holy Ghost and be used by the Holy Ghost effectively, and without keeping pride or other spirits to come in. And they are trying. Don't kid yourself. If you're ever anointed, ever used in the spirit, you better get your guard up. If you're ever used up here in the anointing of singing, kind of leadership, you better get your guard up. And he's going to sky. And, and sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not in a manner of way of right in your face. 
It's a lot easier, amen, to come in, slip in, and try to spoil in different manners and ways. And try to get you. So we have to watch all of that. Uh, that's the reason I, I believe, personally, that's the reason I believe it. some of the great have fallen. Because they didn't keep that guard up. And after a while, pride and arrogance. And I'm the man. The anointing can get us in trouble as a man. Okay? It really can. Because under the anointing, you can be inspired. You can say things and do things under the anointing that you could do on your own. But you can allow people to elevate you. How many of you remember what Brother G.R. Travis told us about that? What do you say about how, how to handle that? He said, like chewing gum, right? He said, you chew on it a few minutes and spit it out. <laughs> Amen. He said, don't you let it get on inside. Don't you let it get. No. He said, <laughs> Amen. But anyway, I don't know if that went well, but that's what, that's what he said. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So, as we, we watch some of this begin to unfold and begin to take place, and uh, man, I, I want to go to a few things. Number one, uh, the, the Bible talks about, Jesus taught us about bearing our own cross. It talks about uh, suffering, how he suffered for the body. And if you go to Ephesians 5 and 23, I know I'm going to jump, jump way ahead there. Uh, Ephesians 5 and 23 says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And watch this. And he, he is what? The Savior of the body. He is the only Savior of the body. Now the rest of us can be that. We're all members. We're all parts of the body. But he is the only Savior. Of the body. He's the only one that's going to unify this church. It's by his spirit. It's by his word. By you and I obeying the word of God. And the Holy Ghost. The genuine Holy Ghost. There is, a, 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 there is a one with a Jerusalem ring. There is one that has the true identity. And one of the greatest ways to know whether or not. If it's the Holy Ghost. Check the fruits of it. See of how you bearing the nine fruits. The package deal. Now they had to be worked and cultivated and produced because that's not our nature. It's not just going to happen in a natural form. But that love and joy and peace and meekness and long-suffering, gentleness and kindness and brother kindness. Huh, the Holy Ghost is the only way I'm going to produce that. The only way I'm going to be long-suffering and kind and tender and gentle and meek. So, watch what he does. Watch Paul. I'm going somewhere with Paul. Paul in Colossians 1, a man, he begins to tell us, he said, If we continue in the faith, grounded and settled. If it's ever time, I'm going to go to this now. Grounded, settled. Can't be tossed to and fro. I personally believe that even the apostolic church is being tossed to and fro. I personally believe that we're still dealing with some doctrines that should have been settled 25 and 30 and 40 years ago. That was constantly having to come back to. And it's not just a clothesline. That's part of it. But it's not just that. There's other areas. And um, so, but watch what he says here. In this, he says, grounded and settled, be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, who now rejoice, Lord mentioned some of this in, in a sense a few minutes ago, who now rejoice in what? My suffering for you. And he basically here, and he's not talking about the whole body here as much as he's talking about the Gentiles. The suffering that I'm willing to take. The price I'm willing to spend and be spent to win others. For the Gentile people to carry this gospel into places that's never been carried. To be that apostle. Amen. To carry it. To go in and, and cause turmoils and battles and fights. Because first of all, he would go straight into the synagogues. Okay. Watch this. Some of the greatest disunities that tried to arise up in the body in the early days of the church was from the Jews. The first dispute, first 
big fuss we read about in the New Testament church. You read about in Acts the 6th chapter. It was between the Jews, the Grecians, and the Hebrews. The Jewish speaking, the Hebrew speaking, and the Greek speaking Jews. Felt like they wouldn't be entreated right and fairly. And the apostles said, you know what? We don't have time to deal with this. I tell you what, you go pick you out seven men. They got to meet these requirements. Once they've met these requirements, we'll put them over it and take care of this business. Now watch this. They was willing to listen to the apostle leadership there. And the Bible makes it clear that it satisfied the whole multitude. Well, when you do something, you can make everybody happy. That's got to be the will of God. <laughs> the Holy Ghost bound to have been in that. But you know why it satisfied everybody? Because everybody's involved had the Holy Ghost. That's the reason Paul warned us and Peter warned us about false doctor, doctors, false preachers, false doctrines. Because if they ever get into the church, if they ever get in the pew, and not only in the pew, but start in Sunday school rooms and pulpits and places like that, you'll never make them all happy. You'll never satisfy them. They'll always be in trying to push the envelope. They'll always be in questioning some things and principles that ought to have done, been settled, and been settled. They don't have even be an issue. Not from our own. I'm not talking about from outsiders. Those that's never been taught. Those that don't have a clue. But when they come in here, they ought to see the same thing. Feel the same thing. Doesn't matter what member's coming out of. Ought to be, all the members ought to be saying the same thing. But we can't even make a good decision about links. I'm just telling you where we're at. We can't make good sound decisions about music. And the devil uses a lot of these things as opportunities. That's what David, that's what the man of God told David. When he done what he done, you just gave ammunition opportunity for the enemy to blaspheme. So that's what's in the spiritual realm. Well, I'm, I'm, y'all watch, I'm telling you, God's working on me. Brother Ford, I mentioned this a little bit. We talked, we, we actually had some church Sunday evening. <laughs> Man, I thoroughly enjoyed us sitting around. I mean, we talked about the Bible. I mean, we enjoyed it too. But anyway, uh, I did. I hope they did. I don't know. Praise God. They didn't take up collection. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't the only one preaching one reason. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the, the point, and I made, I made a, a, a little uh, about this Sunday morning. Whose image... Are we seeking to father? Whose? Is it actually Jesus? Not the fleshly man, Jesus. But we're trying to follow the image of who? And the scripture said our father is perfect. <laughs> man, we got a goal. We, we, got, a, we got a place to arrive, we got a place to attain as a church, as we unify together, as we join together, as we bond together. And so, Paul's willing to suffer. He's, he's, and, and so, I got to be willing to suffer, suffer whatever it is, whatever it, that might be for this local assembly and this community. God, you help me be willing to pay the price, whatever sacrifice that it may come. And I would do it without mumbling. I would do it without complaining. I would do it without looking around saying, well, I wonder what so-and-so's doing. They're not here doing Okay? So. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and feel up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake. Which is the church. For the body's sake. Which is the church. And so that's one reason you see. The, the type. The pattern. When he talks about the family. He talks about uh, the, the union of marriage. And he talks about the two coming one. He talks about the husband being the kid. He talks about the wife. Submitting herself unto her husband. In all things. What is, what is he referring? What is, what's being laid down here? Hey, man, let me ask you something. Church, have we submitted 
all things unto the head. I felt in the Holy Ghost to start out with this question tonight, but where the service went, I kind of, amen. Are we ready for the rapture right now? Are we ready with no blemishes, no spots, and no wrinkles? That is the goal of the church. I, I'm, I'm going to go there, okay? Please don't. Just, just hang with me, all right? Just, y'all just hang with me, all right? Just don't. God's going to help us. When you go back to Ephesians now, the fifth chapter, it starts with the next verse after 23. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ. We know that Christ, Christ, that's where we get Christian to be Christ-like, all right? Alright, so therefore as the church is subject, subject simply means to being in a position or in circumstance that places one under the power or the authority of another or others. That means we totally submit and yield and humble ourselves unto the authority of what this book says. And what the thankful ministry is set up to do. And, 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 and not only the faithful ministry. When you go back to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. I think it's the 28th verse, if I'm not mistaken. And, and the writer there, Paul Rayers, he talks to the Corinthian church. And he talks about, because he's dealing with the church that's full of, full of zealous. They got, they, they, they full of, man, they want to do something. But, but, but they had got it out of proportion. They got the wrong spirit, let the wrong spirit get in there. And they allowed the spirit of competition, amen. And they competed against one another. Instead of competing, you know, if we keep the enemy who the enemy is, and that's the devil, and not one another. Okay? And so, if you're going to notice in that particular verse, and I'm going to talk about this later. Sooner or later, I'm going to get to that, because that's the members in particular. And he, he adds some things, and not really, not too much, the five foot, but he mentions, amen, helps and governments and things that, in the church. In the church. And so, this is all part of the body and the church being the you know the church is not just the church that comes and finds a place on a pew and finds a place amen that we want to come and shout and dance we want to feel a chill bungs and, and speak a little bit and speak in tongues and go back home to our merry thing doing our own thing doing there's more to it there's a lot more to it and so when we start working together and, and working and seeing what God wants us to do and so, watch what he says here. Husbands, love your wife even as Christ also loved the church. Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. He gave the ultimate price. Amen. He gave himself. So that's, you know, for my wife, that's, that's what to, to if I'm going to be, I've got to give myself. Amen. And, and I got to be, Paul goes on, he talks about different things about that. To, to be wise, to, to know her, to, uh, to know, you know, what makes her tick. To learn her, amen. And some don't like this statement, but it's still there as the weaker vessel. And also to know her in a way that, that I would know things that I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it. Things I ought to say, I ought to say it. So, you know what? you got to work on that. That, 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 that. That kind of stuff just don't come not to some of us anyway. I can just speak for myself, you know, that, uh, to think of all that stuff and to do it. I mean, to really make her happy. And I know I've got us on the spot, but that's okay. Uh, it's, I'd rather be us. And the only one that gets beat up is me then. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but, uh, to, but if, if I can do it before she thinks about it. Or before she asks. I don't know if I can ever do it before she thinks about it. But if I can do it before she actually asks. You know, if I'm a step ahead. <laughs> that's not as easy. But that's giving yourself. That's being mindful of her desires and passions. How many of you believe that God's always ahead of the church? How many believe he knows your needs? But not only your needs, he knows your desires. Huh. He does. So, so we understand this really works, this, this thing. Uh, even 
holy matrimony. Things, when it's done in holy matrimony, things are is undefiled. It's wholesome and godly. And there's protection as long as we keep obedience and walking in the, the promises of this book. And this is a church now. Come on, let's don't think of this just only as a husband and wife in the natural. You got to think about this, amen, as the church. That the same principles is God himself is promising to you and I as the church. Amen. To supply our every need. That's the reason we don't stay up all night. Amen. Worried about our tomorrows. And he wanted to say, don't even, don't even bring all that. I got it. I know you got need of all of that. You pray and ask and seek and live for God. God's going to take care of all, all of it. God's going to take care of it. God's going to take all this, all this chaos and all this trouble. God's, you know, there's going to come some days, man. But anyway, I don't want to get on that one. I've been listening to Revelation. I put it in my truck CD. I don't know how many times I've listened to it over and over and over. There's some times coming. It's coming some times. Going to time come that men's going to beg to die. They're going to want to die and can't die. They're going to beg for the mountains to fall on them, hide them from the God of this, the face. The one that sought them at one time. The one that reached for them. But they, they would refuse and rebel. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to rebel. And the spirit of rebellion, I'm telling you, it's running rapid in the world we're living in. I, I believe this. The more activity you see of drugs, the more activity you're going to see of the spirit of rebellion. They work together. They work hand in hand. The more you see the activity of homosexuality and, and lesbianism, and that time, the more you're going to see the activity of rebellion. They work together. They work together. Okay? Ephesians 6 actually talks about, 3 and 6 talks about you and I are Gentiles. We become fellow heirs. Amen. We choose. Watch this. We become partakers of the same body. We share in the same inheritance. You know what the biggest struggle with Paul and of his day? Trying to persuade the Jews that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. Also trying to keep the Judaizers from doctrinating the Gentiles with doctrines that had been fulfilled. Take you to 15th chapter of Acts. And there were some that came down and told those Gentiles that had, had the, got the Holy Ghost. Said you can't be saved unless... We use the term, you don't have the Holy Ghost if you're going to do. I love you tonight. I'm going to tell you God loves us. I'm going to bring some things out. Watch this. I can see where Paul and Peter. Remember in Galatians? How Paul had to get in Peter's face? Because how he treated the Gentiles? How he mishandled them when the Jews showed up. Some from his own bishop church. All of a sudden he couldn't eat with them. All of a sudden he couldn't. And Paul said, I had to get in his face. said, Peter, it's your fault. Do you reckon they ever reconciled? They did. Listen to Peter. I believe it's in the second Peter's, the last chapter, the third chapter. Almost the very end of it. He talks about our Beloved brother Paul. So they worked it out. Got it solved. You see, issues have got to be dealt with. They can't just be overlooked, put away, and uh, hurt feelings, irritation, aggravation, agreement or disagreement. Uh, for the, for the body to function, for the body to operate, and for the joints to supply and for it to flow, for the Spirit of God, for the Father 
amen, to flow through the body with liberty and with, with love. Every joint has to be fitly joined together. Amen. We're going we're gonna to talk about that just a little bit. If I can remember all those scriptures. <laughs> I got about five minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it real quick. Watch this. I'd love to have dealt with verses 13 and 14. Amen. Ephesians 4 chapter. Uh, can I, can I, I'm going to just brush them right quick. Uh, we know that the fivefold ministry is given for the effect of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That simply means to be able to. we all do what? Come in the unity of the faith. That is the goal. That's the goal. That's something that you and I, every time we come together and join together, amen, we need to unify. What lies within, according to the power that worked within us, to unify and to join and, and to bond together and keep the unity, amen. You can go back, amen, to uh, one of the first scriptures. Uh, uh, I believe it was, amen, that talked about that. But, but watch this, amen. Till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Note, notice the goal. Notice what? We, we, we walking in the image of who? Our Father. Hey, this thing is more spiritual. And we're more spiritual sometimes than really what we want to admit. I know we put a lot of emphasis, and, and rightly so, on the outward. Brother Ford mentioned it. You can get the outside looking, uh, as we would say, godly or holy. But yet the inside. That's where it's so important. Because someone will tell you something. Amen. For God, for, for the Holy Ghost, for Jesus Christ to flow through us. It, it comes from the inside. Out of my belly shall flow what? Rivers of living waters. Uh, the issues must flow out of my heart. It's not what goes in my mouth. It's what comes out that can defile. And both sweet and bitter water can't come out of the same fountain. And so what it what pours is what it means by pouring out my spirit, my conversation, my conduct. And our conduct and our conversation should be alike. Should be like our fathers. Not necessarily our likes and dislikes with one another. Amen. But she'd be like our father. Because the Holy Ghost should trump and dominate everything else. That's not all. The unity of the church. Unity of the body. Revival. Above everything else. Every dream I've got in this world. Every passion I've got. Every place I feel like I ought to be in the body. But for the body's sake, I, I prefer my brother. Actually, this is one of the areas where we're actually encouraged to provoke. As in the positive side, not the negative. <laughs> if you go on to feast and talks about the family, the father's encouraged not to provoke his children. That means, you know, to, to anger. But here's an area where we provoke one another in what love? To encourage it. You go down. Now watch it. That we henceforth. Watch this. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. With, with what? With carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cutting craftiness. Whereby they lie in wait to deceive. How does all of this happen? How, how does all of this really take place? You're going to notice even Peter himself, amen, addresses some of this as far as without spot, without wrinkle. And time won't let me go into all of that. But to the church, present this church, what? A, a chast church. A, a, a church that's without spot. A church that's without a wrinkle. How many of us could really confess tonight that I'm without spot, that I am without wrinkle, that I'm without blemish? So am I ready if the trump of God sounded at this very moment as a church and a body of believers and the condition of the spiritual condition of this church amen how many would be raptured hallelujah we want to run 300 but we won't run 300 by compromising or things of like that but neither can we amen I hope you're hearing what I'm saying here amen because the bottom line when the trump of God sound that's really all that's going to count that's really all that's going to matter who's caught up in that moment 
Hallelujah. Who's caught up in that, that hour, amen. Out of the grave, amen, or out of these out of these chairs, amen. In that moment, quickening of an eye, when it sounds, and we become the crown, and we become the jewels in that crown. You listen to Paul, he said, that's the crown of my joy. That's the real evidence, amen, of my laboring, working, that it has not been in vain. Why did you think Paul himself visit back to the churches? Because he knew that Satan could beguile them as he did Eve in the garden. I believe we're living in one of the most deceived generations upon the face of the earth. You listen to the percentage out yonder. Who's going to be saved and who's going to heaven? Everybody but the devil. Don't matter what kind of lifestyles you live. Don't matter how you treat your brother. Don't matter how you treat your neighbor. But the Bible is very plain about some things. Watch. As this works together now. I'd love to spend some more time. On those spots and wrinkles. I'd love to take you to Luke. A man. He talks about the servant there. Because watch this. Here's something as a church. In this end time. Don't grow weary and well doing. Come on. Let's don't grow weary. We got to gird that up. That, that can happen. That can happen to us. Amen. And, and he talks about the watchman. Jesus talking to his disciples. And he's telling him about a servant. And he tells that his Lord goes and he's going to a wedding. And when he comes back, he said, that servant's got to be ready. It doesn't matter if it's the second watch or the third watch. He's got to be ready when that, when that Lord comes back and knocks. Amen. Immediately he opens a door. And if you listen, read it close. And the lights are on. The lights are burning. It doesn't matter what time of the night he comes. Amen. Because, amen, Jesus is going to come as a thief except to the church. Amen. He's not going to catch us if he catches us unprepared. That's the difference between the five, the, the ten virgins. That's the message of it. Amen. Amen. The call, the call. I'm telling you folks, if it's ever been a time of a calling, amen, upon the church to get ready, amen, get ready for the coming of the Lord. Let's get all these isms, let's get all these schisms, let's get all of these, you know what schism actually means? Split. Cut. I'm going to use Andrew tonight. He didn't have a clue. Come in this, this week. And I don't know why he told me this, but he did. Come in. He said, man, he said, what about her that cement? He said, that bag of cement said it had a little tear. He said, that tear? He said, it probably wasn't about like that. He said, well, when I went to lay it down, he said, that thing just. It was just a little thing 20 years ago. It was just a little thing a few years ago, a few months ago. And I picked on him. When he told me that, I said, well, I guess so, brother, when you drop it. <laughs> I was just kidding. He didn't do that. But that's all it takes. And you know what? That's how the devil works. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be lost on just a few little words. Lawyers call it technicality. Man, throw the whole case out. I don't want to be carried with every wind of doctrine. I could carry you to Hebrews, the latter part of the fifth chapter, the beginning of the sixth chapter. He talks to us, a man, about some principles. Moving on from them principles. He said, but you can't. He said, when the time that you ought to have been a teacher, you need to be taught. He goes on, he tells us, he said, I can't give you meat and all that. You've got to go back to milk. And that sixth chapter picks it up and he talks about the principles. And, and talks about baptism, repentance of dead works, laying on of hands, eternal judgment. 
He said, these things, you know what he's telling us? You don't forsake them, but they ought to have been a done deal 20 years ago in your life. You are not even being pondered about this or even wondered about it. It ought to be anchored and settled and a done deal. Regardless of what devils or what families or who or whatever, amen, is going to come and try to teach some other doctrine. You're not children. Tossed to and fro. We had to come as children. Except he come as a child. And believe. But it's not God's and the Father's intent for us to keep that same spirit or attitude. Watch this. Paul, the Corinthian church, the 12th chapter of the very letter we're talking about. In the third chapter of that same letter, he addresses them the same way. He says, I can't give you meat. So I can't give you milk. How do you know this? The strive. The bitterness. The letter I got from Chloe. The things that's going on. And so, what are, what, what's our goal? What's, what we're trying to achieve? What we're trying to accomplish? Huh. 27, Ephesians 5 and 27. 26. I know my time's up. Give me just a couple of minutes. You don't mind. That he might sanctify and cleanse it. And he's talking about the church. He's talking about the body here. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. The washing. What does he mean? You know what we're trying to do tonight? Get washed. We're just getting washed. Yeah. When he talked about chastisement, I'm telling you right now, I'd lift my eyes and say, God, you chastise me. And you help me receive it. And you help me receive it the right attitude and the right spirit. And help me not to get weary about it. And help me not to get all upset about it. And get a bad attitude about it. Because you're doing it out of love to save me. And God, you help me to see it. You help me to recognize it. And you help me to respond to it the way you want me to respond to it. I want to be saved. If you don't want to be saved, just listen to Revelation about 20 times. It'll change your mind. Man. 27th verse. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. <laughs> For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourish and cherish it even as the Lord, the church. Nourish, cherish. Now watch this. 15th verse, Ephesians 4 and 15. Let's back up a little bit. But speaking the truth in love. May grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body fitly joined together. What do we mean fitly joined together? That means fitly framed together in harmony. It's been hard for our singers tonight, amen, for one to be playing to Amazing Grace, another playing to just a little talk with Jesus, another singing, I'm going to fly away, with another singing, amen, with, with some of these uh, K-Love songs, <laughs> if I can just put it that way. Everybody's got to be in harmony. <laughs> got to make up your mind what song we're going to sing. And we all got to get on the same beat. We all, all got to get in the same key. And the body doesn't work any difference. And the church don't work any difference. And when the body lines up with the head, I'm telling you, the devil can't do nothing about it. The doubts and unbelievers, the doubters in the community can't do nothing about it. But we can have revival. We can have miracles. We got the mighty move of God. But we got to get lined up to the head. I wasn't going to do that tonight. <laughs> so watch what's unfolding here. When you talk about fitly... Joint together in harmony. Watch this. All the parts in their proof position. Wow. What are you saying? Wasn't just anybody could be deacons. Got to be full of the Holy Ghost. Notice, got to be full. Got to be full of the Holy Ghost. You know what? One of the most important things that you and I ought to do as a part of this body. Make sure everybody's full of the Holy Ghost. Don't cut them short. Don't let pressure for numbers. Don't let pressures because of who it is, whose boy it is, whose girl it is. 
But for their sake and for the body's sake. Because if you keep allowing them, amen, to say they got the Holy Ghost. And if they don't, they're going to pollute the body, honey. I'm telling you, I'm in the Holy Ghost tonight. They're going to cause corruption. They're going to cause heartaches and troubles. I had to read there's so much trouble in the church today. And so there's so many splits and so many oneness people. According to the head, it ought not be. According to the word of God, it ought not be. I want to unify. I love every brother and sister. Every member. I want us to get lined up in the head. I want us to get ready to leave here. But I'm going to tell you something. Watch this. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every Joint supplieth. He's not talking about the joint you smoke. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Ephesians 5 and 16. Watch him now. Compacted in firm consolidation. And it means to implies in, I mean, uh, in, in inner adaptation of the parts. An inner Adaptation. I'm gonna tell you something. Everybody, you know, if you reach a place that that I'm gonna can, can I just be honest here? We should never let a spirit get a hold of us that we don't care what other members of this body thinks about us. Something's wrong. Something wrong with us spiritually. Why? Because we're members of one another. And watch this. Every joint supplieth. Okay. Things go through. I remember when I went to the doctor about my neck. I just used me. Amen. And uh, he says the, the, the vertebral back there in the neck bulges, blood and all this. It's pinching that nerve. He said that's the reason when you try to lift stuff over your head. He said that nerve tells that muscle. Amen. And it won't respond. He said that's the reason you can't do it. Because the nerves pinch and it cannot respond to tell. <laughs> And so if this joint doesn't supply what it's supposed and called and can do, then it's going to affect this one. The flow is going to stop. Be hesitant. That's the reason nobody dies to themselves or lives to themselves. As individuals or as families. And guess what? We all become what? One family here, right? We're all in one blood. And one's born and baptized into one spirit, right? We're baptized into one body, Right? So the Holy Ghost and walking to the will of the Father is attainable. Or Paul wouldn't have written in the Ephesians and, and Corinthians and Colossians and even, even Peter in that chapter, that third chapter wrote that he's coming up to a church without blemish and spot and wrinkle. That's, just, that's not just terms, folks. That's something that we can attain. But we got to work at it. We got to, we got to, we got to, got to, you got to get up every morning saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to, you got to stay on top of this, folks. That's the reason Peter said, be sober, be vigilant. You got an adversary. And he's looking for any opportunity. He wants to mess with your mind. He wants to mess with your heart. He wants to mess it up. Okay. I know my time's up. We can stand. I'm past my time. I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I want to at least cover a little bit of this. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, prayerfully. Uh, some of this I'm saying, uh, please, nobody takes it offensive. That, that's not the point here. Amen. But, but understand, the joints are the points of union. Okay? Where the supply of the spiritual gifts from God passes to the different members. Remember that. The joints are the points of union. Amen. What's this? Uh, Brother Andy, I'm going to use it right quick if you don't mind. He don't know nothing about this. Okay? Um, uh, and I, I think I'm right. I'm going to find out. <laughs> and he's going to be right. I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, most electrical fires happen where at? Junctions. That means where you're putting wires together, right? Wire nuts and things of that nature. Oh, praise God. I was right. Hallelujah. So you know what? Amen. Hallelujah. It, it's going to happen where you come 
together, if it's going to happen anywhere where there's going to be an explosion or where there's going to be uh, uh, things happen that shouldn't happen, it's going to be here. That's the reason, amen, the devil's doing everything he can to divide and separate and corrode. Hallelujah. Cause not good connection. Hallelujah. Because it affects us and, and we can't light up the way we ought to light up. And we can't get fired up the way we ought to get fired up. And that's because we can't lose our happiness. Because I'm taking something. You can stop the happiness and you can stop the joy. You can stop the anointing. You can stop the love of God. You can actually stop God, amen, from flowing through the body. I mean, the Holy Ghost, if I've ever walked in the Holy Ghost of my life as a pastor of this church. God's going to help us. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know what I was going to take. But God's going to help us to clean all that corrosion out. God's going to help us go back. Amen. Brother Andy, you can get me again. If I understand it right, if you're going to have one of them, you take those wires, you twist them together. You cut them back, you twist them together. You actually fold them over, don't you? And then you actually take a wire nut and put it on top of that. And then you take electrical tape and put it around there. Boy, that's a lot. Most people, you know what most people do? They take two wires and put them together like this, just like this. Now, they don't twist them together. They take a wire nut because they ain't in a hurry. They ain't, I got to get through. But if you ever expect the house to burn down, woo, if you ever expect the house to burn down, it's with those connections. If you ever have an electric fire, hallelujah, 99 out of 100. Now I'm talking about out of the natural realm. It'd be lightning and stuff like that could cause it to be different. Hallelujah, but it's, it's there. Hallelujah, but this is where you and I constantly have to keep working on our joints, constantly be working on our spirits, constantly working on our mind. Because you know what? Because there's things in an earthen vessel. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you something. I want to be pure in mind and pure in motive and pure in everything I'm doing for the Father's sake that's the only way I can really glorify the head and edify the body it's the only way by loose connection anybody notice a church sign ain't much light on there well ain't that something I thought just changing the bulb to solve it Hallelujah. But sometimes you've got to do more than just change the song and change just this and change a little of that. Sometimes it's an inner problem. And until you fix the inner problem, you can change all the bugs and change everything else you want, but you're still going to have the problem. Praise God. They're working on it. Hopefully when you get through with it, it's going to be hopefully better than it was before. That'll preach too. Preach too. God gets through working on us. And not just on the outside. Oh, we stayed on the outside. Man, come on. Let's keep them sleeves where we're supposed to. Don't listen to that country music. Don't listen to that old rock and roll music. Hallelujah. Don't be doing this and don't be doing that. No. But I'm telling you what. There's some things we failed on telling you what you ought to be doing. Hallelujah. You can't just don't do. There's some things you ought to do. And if you don't do the things you ought to, you're just about wasting your time not doing those things. Hallelujah. You've got to do the things you ought to to keep connected and keep on fire and keep in the heart and beat of God. I'm telling you, it what brings life back I know I'm through watch this I know I've told this I won't never forget it all my born days my daddy had a stroke I had an aneurysm actually left side was paralyzed couldn't hardly go when I say he couldn't hardly go he couldn't go Amen. We first started taking him up when I was young. I was in school, so I had the time. I was one. Amen. So I'd take him up to Leesville. Amen. And the first day there, hallelujah. The doctor's there is over it. He's got us in a circle. The doctor stood. I stood with the doctor. My daddy stood between us. And then I didn't need no electricity. I mean, all my joints are doing good. The doctor didn't need it. But for the sake of my daddy, amen, to get life back. And he couldn't handle it just straight. I said he couldn't handle it just straight to him. Hallelujah. But he had to have a relief. Amen. So it'd go through the doctor, through me, through my daddy, back through the doctor. Come on, body. Amen. Why don't we sacrifice one another? Why don't we willingly, amen, to shut our mouths or open it to whatever the case may be, amen, for the sake of the, for the, sake of the other part of the body? All right. That's what it's all about. Paul said, I suffered for the body's sake. For yourself, but for the body. Let's do it, church. Let's love like we've never loved before. Put a bridle on my tongue, I watch him at my door. Help me out of a pure heart. 
Help me, Lord. Cleanse me. Purge me. Wash me. Make me who and what you want me to be in this local assembly. Put me where you want me to be, God. What gives a head glory. Whatever place that might be. Help me have compassion, concern, and care for all the members. As we lift you one another up in prayer and pray for one another. Let's do it like we've never done it before. Lord, we love you tonight and appreciate you so much. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity, God, to be in this kingdom, a part of this church. We ask you, God, to bless us, anoint us, use us. Help us, God, to accomplish and achieve that. That will give you glory and praise and honor. Help us as a local assembly, God. We become the assembly, the church, the church that you desire us to be. We'd humble ourselves, yield ourselves, and give ourselves in the manner and the way, God, and this church will grow and become who and what you desire it to be. We're going to give you the glory for it. We're going to give you the praise for it. It's going to be by your grace. It's going to be by your mercy, God, by your anointing and your touch in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let's don't forget about Brianna's wedding. Uh, Brianna and Josh are getting married to Friday evening. It's at 630 uh, this is Friday evening if you want to go if you had not got the address it's on here if you want to take a picture of it or whatever so you know where it's at okay love you appreciate you thank you for the offerings God bless you you're dismissing the fear of the Lord God bless you